0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the NACA podcast. This is Doug Church, Deputy Director of Public Affairs at the NACA National Office in Washington, D.C., and I am joined today by NACA Director of Safety and Technology, Jim Ullman. Jim, welcome.
1: Good afternoon, Doug. How are you doing?
0: Very good. Thank you. Well, let's talk about the Archie League Medal of Safety Awards. This is the 15th year of this program, and this was your fourth year uh, on the selection panel. Uh, selecting the winners, and we had a meeting here in the national office this past Monday, June the 24th. Uh, Let me ask you about the selection panel. We have uh, one uh, other member of the panel, Captain Steve Jangelis uh, from the Airline Pilots Association who also has been with us several years, along with yourself, and then a, a new member of the panel, Pete Bunce the uh, president and CEO of gamma the general aviation Manufacturers Association what do each of those uh, gentlemen bring to the selection panel and and, and uh, what was it like working with them
1: well it was it was great working with, with both the other judges this was Pete's uh, first year as a judge and, and to, to bring more of a general aviation aspect to it because for those people that have been to the Archie Leagues the majority of the saves that we recognize, do uh, involve general aviation aircraft so he was a great addition um steve of course just has an amazing background He's the safety chair of the airline pilots association and a frontline pilot um, he works very closely with NACA on numerous conferences and panels that we sit on uh, all through the aviation industry so they were both great judges um and we had a lot of data to go through and for these gentlemen to take their time to prepare prior to the judges' meeting is uh, is exceptional work on their part. And
0: you had a total of sixty five nominations, I believe, to go through, representing all nine geographic regions. Obviously, uh, had to, as you mentioned, had to start preparing for that well in advance of this meeting. And uh, what was that process like to go through each of these uh, nominations and the details? And, and how did you all bring that together into the same room Monday to make your final deliberations?
1: So one of the things that NACA did after last year's uh, r judging and, you know, we try and get a little bit better every year. You always look back and see you know, what worked last year, what didn't work. And the immense amount of data that is um, involved in these submissions is a hurdle that we have to get over. Um, so out of the 65 submissions that we had, uh, we, we put together a small team who uh, take, took all the documentation, put it in an amazing workbook uh with uh, area that we can scribble our notes and then took all the data that was submitted by the facilities and pared it down as much as they could because some of these some of these um, exercises these incidents take an hour hour and a half up to two hours and to cut that down into something that we can uh, watch in a reasonable amount of time is some work so we did that this year and i think that helped immensely um the edited data out of the 65 submissions ended up being about 18 hours worth of audio and video data. So that's, if you were to look at every single thing of the edited data the judges were given prior to meeting was 18 hours worth. The unedited version, which was also available to the judges, was 28 hours. So you're looking at an immense amount of stuff to sit and listen to and write down notes and watch the replays. And so the preparation before you meet uh, has to take place, otherwise you'd never get it done in a day. Absolutely. Let's talk about
0: the history of these awards. This is now the 15th year, as I mentioned. And you look back on where we've come, and you also look at the fact that this is an event that now annually closes the Communicating for Safety Conference in a grand finale fashion on the Wednesday night of a three-day conference. And again, will be the case this September, uh, September 16th through 18th. What, in your view, you you've seen this from all angles as a as a member, as an RVP of the Northwest Mountain Region, when you were on stage presenting the award to your own members, and now as a member of the selection panel, what are your thoughts about this program, what it means to our membership and the profession, and how we have celebrated, you know, the best work uh, in our mem- membership over the course of a year, and as it kind of goes hand in hand with how CFS has grown. Well,
1: no doubt about it. I mean, the this is the the coup d'etat, the the finale of the world's biggest and greatest safety aviation conference, and uh, the people that have attended this over the years have seen it grow to uh, um, just almost standing room only. Um, A lot of even outside NACA people, um, higher-ups within the agency, within government that attend our conference, what they want to see is the Archery League Awards. They really do. So it's definitely grown. I have, uh, had the pleasure of, of being a, t- a spectator um, for several years. Six years, as you mentioned, as the RVP giving this award to um, air traffic controllers from the Northwest Mountain Region was a was a great joy of mine. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had the opportunity to give it to many of my friends. Um, you know, as. As most of y'all know, within the region, you know a lot of people, so I, I gave this award to many of my friends over my six years. And then to be lucky enough to be put in the position to judge them, I've watched this, 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 this ceremony means a lot to me. And I think it means a lot to our membership. It really does. There's not a controller out there that goes to work thinking that what they're gonna do deserves recognition. Mm-hmm. And, and anyone that goes to these award ceremonies, you hear the controller say the same thing every time, and that is, I'm just doing my job. For us to be able to uh, give a little bit back to the frontline controller workforce for their hard efforts that they put in day in and day out to make this the safest aviation system in the world is, is something that I think our members really enjoy. And it, you know, it's a night nice to dress up, right? You get to dress up nice. Um, it's a really nice, well-run ceremony. Um, we often have uh, a couple of pilots who were involved who all of a sudden we show up. And introduce them to the controller so it's it's a really exceptional exceptional event it's very emotional The people that haven't been there i tell them all the time that there's going to be some incidents that are going to come up they're going to they're going to make you tear up they're just that emotional you can just feel the stress um of the of the incident yet also realize that the calmness of the air traffic controller really just it is an amazing thing that they do every day
0: well, that's very well stated, thank you, and, and and certainly every year brings a different set of circumstances, but all with the same common theme, and as you mentioned, each controller gets up on stage and says, you know, look, I was just doing my job, and you said it uh, accurately. Well, let's move our focus now to this year's winners, who we're very, very honored to announce, and we'll, we'll kind of go through these rule one by one and give a, a brief overview of what took place, because the, the details of which we'll, we'll certainly put out some stories through the NAC Insider. Uh, our awards book that we'll we'll produce for this year's banquet in September and and our membership will get a a sense for more of the details of each of these as we move forward over the next three months. But for purposes of right now, let's kind of go through one by one and introduce them and I'll I'll give you uh, some some time to uh, reflect on each one as we go through. Start with the Alaskan region. Our winner is from Juno Tower. His name is Gabriel Zeifman. What uh, stood out about this particular event to you, Jim?
1: Well, the, the the incident involves a medevac aircraft uh, coming in in the evening time. It's dark and lines up uh, on a taxiway. And at the last second, the controller realizes that, and there's numerous aircraft in the pattern. And that's the short version of what happened. A medevac lined up to land on a taxiway.
0: Okay. Next one is the central region. Our winner is Andy Crabtree from Kansas City Center. Let's talk about that one
1: this is a really interesting one actually because um he was actually the cic on duty when an aircraft in distress comes up on frequency and he used his uh skills as a pilot as a long time pilot to um work with the controller and make him realize i think early on that it was a possible hypoxia event and so that this is really recognizing uh, the C- the, what the CIC did going above and beyond to help this, in, this uh, incident uh, end on a good note.
0: Outstanding, thank you. Now our next region is the Eastern Region, and our winner is Brian Rabinowitz from New York TRACON.
1: Yeah, New York TRACON, nice to recognize. Uh, New York TRACON, it basically what we have here is a, a, an aircraft who had complete electrical failure. And uh, for those controllers that have had this happen, when that happens, uh, you lose everything and so the ingenuity that they use to work airplanes and had complete electrical failure uh, this is one of those type of incidents
0: the great lakes region this year we have winners from two different facilities let's talk about the first one which is indianapolis center our winners are charles terry and nick farrow
1: yeah, so we had a tough time with Great Lakes because both of these um, were really, really nice events. And the, the first one at the Indianapolis Center was an aircraft with a disoriented pilot and found themselves in IFR weather. And you'll see a lot of these, that common theme is bad weather. Bad weather is involved. Um, so that compounded the incident with a disoriented pilot.
0: And our other Great Lakes Region winner is from Minneapolis Center. The winners are Shane Bolds and Justin Dawkins.
1: It's This is a award given for the handling of a, um, a solo pilot on a cross-country flight um, who got themselves into some bad weather and severe turbulence and um, actually bumped their head in the cockpit and became somewhat disoriented and we helped this, this pilot get on the
0: ground. My goodness, that uh, that's something we have not heard much uh, in the past as far as an incident that will be uh, very interesting to hear the audio in that one for everybody. Let's move on to the New England region. Our winner is Christopher Corcoran from Providence Tower.
1: This was uh, an aircraft um, with mechanical issues um, affecting their ability to have accurate readouts of speed and altitude, and as always during uh, IMC IFR weather. So to, to for a controller to work with a pilot to help them understand how fast they're going, what altitude they're actually at compared to what they're seeing in the cockpit, and that's what this incident's all about. Hmm.
0: From your region, the Northwest Mountain region, our winner this year is from Seattle Center, and we have four members who are being honored as part of a team. Joe Esmundson, Matt Ray, Nicole Coffey, and Devin Carlisto.
1: Yeah, and this is, a, a, again, my home facility. Um, it had nothing to do with them getting the award. Actually, the, the other two judges, are the ones that really pushed this one as, as their winner. And what we have here is a situation that happens a lot up in the Northwest and that is a vfr aircraft stuck on top or in ifr conditions
0: okay we have a repeat winner from the southern region last year we honored a team from memphis center this year the winner also comes from memphis center his name is ray keeling
1: well i can tell you that the southern region was the toughest of the regions we had 15 submissions um as the judges got there on that on that on monday when we did the judging we all realize the southern region was going to be the hardest just because of the sheer volume of submissions and the quality of the submissions. Uh, this one happened to be an aircraft um, at high altitude and begins a rapid descent without talking to controllers. So rapid decompression, high-altitude aircraft, and again in severe weather.
0: Okay. Moving on to the southwest region, our winner is Michael Shawinsky from Houston-Tracon.
1: This is this is going to be a good one. I think people like this one, though. Starts off with a VFR pilot in IFR conditions. Again, bad weather, uh, the key to this this emergency. And as this controller is working this aircraft for a, a, a long period of time, he actually has an aircraft who calls up with another emergency. So he's working dual emergencies. Okay. Yeah. And the second aircraft is reporting smoke in the cockpit. Wow.
0: Finally, let's uh, talk about the western pacific region. The winner is Michael Tamez from Southern California TRACON.
1: For the people of Southern California TRACON who live in that area down there, everyone thinks the weather is really nice. This is a time when the weather was not very nice and you have an an aircraft in high terrain, uh, in icing and in turbulence, unable to hold altitude and again a controller uh, doing their best to help this aircraft realize that the situation that they're in, and and getting to safety.
0: Fantastic, thank you, Jim. Anything you want to add uh, as we uh, close this edition of the podcast?
1: No, I think the only thing I would say for, for our members out there is, um, as these incidents occur all through the year, let's 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 take the time, um, submit the material um you, there's no doubt that there are numerous incidents that occur out in the mass that we don't hear about and don't get submitted and we just want people to think about this all year long um, it's it's easy to think about it come around uh, uh, communicating for safety for the time around the conference oh, it's arch unique as we get closer people start thinking about it but all through the year um, just remember you see something you think goes above and beyond and of course controllers don't want you to put it in for them but you know what do it anyway let let the judges See all the great work that goes on out in the NAS from our workforce.
0: That's great advice. Thank you so much. And we'll end on that note. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today on the NACA podcast, and we will talk to you very soon.